Hi guys, I'm Rylan and welcome to my podcast, Reunion, the show all about reuniting blasts from the past, brought to you by my friends at Sky Bingo. And this one is quite a strange and a special one, because this time I have no idea who the guest or guests are going to be. Because it's nearly Christmas, I thought I deserve a present and my friends at Sky Bingo agreed. So... Today's reunion is all about me. Sorry, not sorry. All I've been told is that people from my past are going to be dropping in and saying hello and having a nice little chat just in time for the festive period. So wish me luck and welcome to my reunion. So now it is time for my first guest. I have no idea who it is. I'm nervous. <sighs> Mystery guest, reveal yourself. Hello, beautiful. It's Lucy Spraggan. Hello, beautiful. What a lovely surprise. How are you? I'm all right, darling. How are you? I'm really good, Lucy. This is so exciting for me because I have no idea who's joining me for this podcast. And the second I saw your gorgeous face pop up, I mean, we all know I've got the widest smile in the country, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely wide right now. I should say to anyone who doesn't realise, so me and Lucy have been friends for nearly a decade now, which is quite frightening. Um, and we did a little show that no one really watched called X Factor Together. And we were quite naughty, Luce, weren't we? Well, so it, the story goes, we were, yeah, we were a bit bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little bit naughty. You're, you're looking amazing, by the way. So are you. I was thinking about that the other day. I thought a decade, we met nearly a decade ago. We like fine wines, Rylan. We, I mean, we've done all right, haven't we? New set Not. of teeth, new set of you-know-what you're in. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm getting some fillers this week and all. Oh, even better. Treat yourself, Luce. I mean, what a 10 years it's been for the pair of us as well. I mean, guttingly, you had to leave the show midway through, but you have just gone from strength to strength to strength. I mean, your albums, you, you've just... Absolutely smashed it. How's the past ten years been for you? Like a massive roller coaster, to be honest. I feel like I feel like the older you get, the more you're like, oh, no one knows what they're doing. So ev <laughs> everyone no is pretending. Literally, I get it now. And then you can just like join in, pretending you know what you're doing. And then everyone all of a sudden starts going, God. You're doing all right, aren't you? And you're like, yeah, because I've started doing, you know, I honestly, I go into meetings and talk about things I know nothing about as if I do. And that, you know, it works. I mean, I do that, but I just do the difference is I do that live on the telly. It's crazy. And every single time I turn on the TV, he's there on Strictly. I turn on the radio, <laughs> he's trying to sell me a used car. Honestly. <laughs> 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 it's what I do, babe. It's what I do. Um, honestly, though, it has been such a crazy 10 years and you have had an absolute journey as well over that 10 years. Um, you left X Factor under not the best circumstances. However, you literally, when I say you are the epitome of pulling yourself together and making it work. And like you said, yes, we're a couple of blaggers. Yes, we were basically fetuses on that show we were only like 12 i think um because we're only 23 now oh, yeah. obviously yeah, like, we're gonna keep up the facade yeah. you know what i mean um but you you have done so well explain to me now and and everyone listening where are you now where's your head now and and where are you as a person now i think like something to explain is that 
like we know we know that I had a bit of a rough time mm. uh, and it's not really a story that everybody knows no. yet. No, yeah. You know, everybody has a bit of trauma in their life, whether it's later, whether mm. it's earlier, whether it doesn't even matter what that trauma is, but sometimes it can just stunt you. Yeah, uh, And it, it did for me, like, you know, coming off the show, I, I probably spent six or seven years completely stunted, not being able to, like, develop really at... As a person, not an artist, you know, I was touring the whole time and I was doing what I do, but yeah. as a person, I, I couldn't make things really work for myself. And then two, two and a bit years ago, I decided to stop drinking and drinking had been something for me. Well, it was, it was always medicinal for you, I think, as well, at some point. A hundred percent. And I used drugs and alcohol to escape myself. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I got rid of both of those things that I... I I was like, oh, the reason I do this is because I don't know who I am. And that's the thing is that like the, the, the biggest part of this, of my whole journey as like as a person, personally and as a businesswoman and an artist, is l learning who I am. Mm. And I, I watch you and I watched your whole journey. And do you know something I'll always remember is being in the lift with you at um, boot camp. Boot camp? boot camp in Liverpool mm. and you told me exactly where you're going and what you no joke I feel like you've known yourself for so long Ugh. because I mean I'm questioning it now lift, I'm you... questioning it now but yeah but, but but isn't that isn't that the moral of the story that knowing yourself is questioning yourself isn't it yeah 100% it's having the self-awareness to be like oh like, I'm checking myself right now because I, do I know myself? Mm. And then the answer is, of course I do. But for you, I always remember you said, like, I'm, I'm almost certain you said you were going to present, present Strictly. <laughs> I know you said you were going to have a radio show. <laughs> I know that. Oh, my you God, I'm psychic Sally Morgan. I can't believe it. <laughs> but that's the thing. You're not about luck. And that's what I'd love for everybody to know about you, that none of this is luck. Like, you have done this. Really? It isn't, though. You have done all this. From the very beginning, I remember meeting you for the first time and thinking, this guy knows exactly who he is and what he wants. <laughs> I remember meeting you for the first time, actually. And uh, I thought, oh, look at her in a denim, denim shirt, thinking she's all hard. And uh, she did think she was all hard. And then I never forget, so what people don't realise is that there's this part of boot camp, once you've found out that you're going through to judges' houses, you all come together and you're put in a room. And I will never forget this moment because my lawyer still says this to this day. And this lawyer came in and the, the whole point of this was, as the contestants, whether or not you get through to the live show or not, we got to decide who was going to be the lawyer that represented us personally during our time on the show when it come down to contracts and things like that. And this guy came in and he was great and he'd done X Factor for, I don't know, and Britain's Got Talent for quite a long time, hadn't he? Do you remember this? Yeah, I think so. I do remember this. I feel like I'm, I'm about in. to be shaded here. <laughs> yeah, literally. And he came in and he sort of give his pitch and, and whatever. And everyone was like, yeah, definitely want him. Definitely want him. He's great. You know, he, he's done this, he's done that. And I'm sitting there like, right, right, okay. And then this lady come in called Talia and she was another lawyer and she walked in and she 
The first thing she said was, the deal that he got for them, I can get you a better deal. That's all she said. And I was like, I like her. She's got, she's got guts. She's got guts. And everyone in that room was like, no, we're going to go for the man. And I just remember standing up and I turned around to the lady, Talia, and I said, can I ask you a question? If I end up getting my own chat show, <laughs> this is exactly what I said. If, if I end up getting my own chat show, can you get me out of this contract? <laughs> and she said, yes, I can. And I went, girls, guys, we're going with her. And Amazing. we did, and we, we did. all voted for her. We did. We, 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 and do you know what? Like, this is why. Like, that is an example. That's an example of you. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe you should be doing the uh, like the COP summit and trying to get the climate change stuff done. Oh because if, if people don't believe in it or don't support it, just get Ryland and he'll just come in and change everybody's mind about it. <laughs> Sell ice to the Literally, Eskimos. Just changing minds all over the place. Literally, ice to the Eskimos, that is me. Do you know, we had such a... Me and you especially had such a journey on that show, and I hate that word, but we, but we did. And it wasn't plain sailing for the pair of us. And like you said, a lot happened to us on that show behind the scenes that we will carry for probably the rest of our lives, to be perfectly honest, you more so. Um, but I think now, 10 years on, people aren't silly. And people now, I think in the day and age that we live in, are slowly realising mm, maybe there was more to the story as to why you left and as to, you know, the narrative that was being spun about us. Don't get me wrong, we had a great time. We did go out, we got drunk, uh, we we were naughty, but we were kids. I was just going to say, day. we were children. We were kids, we were kids. And we were, you know, all of a sudden catapulted into the limelight and being given whatever we wanted. So why wouldn't we? But now it's nearly a decade on. You know, we have grown up. We've both lived a life. Both of us have you know, been married, been not married, and we've been through a hell of a lot together and apart. But weirdly enough, somehow, we just always end up aligning, me and you. And uh, it's it's nice to know that. Somebody described it, a similar relationship to a friend they had, as they orbit each other. So, like, mm. you know how you're just constantly in orbit and sometimes there's a point in orbit where you're aligned. And I feel like that's us. We just, we're in our own orbits and then we come back together and, and yeah. It's, every 10 years. Every every 10 years. Although, I mean. <laughs> every 10 years we line up. We've been able to align slightly more recently and that's so nice. And, and I, I do have to say, I'm so proud of you and everything that you do. And every time I hear your voice, I feel this, like, warm a gratitude, and I do because you're the most deserving person that I know. Stop it. No, you are. You are. And I know sometimes you don't think that. And I think that's why people love you so much because you've got so much humility about you. And I, I love it about you. And I've always known it about you. And in the last couple of years, especially, I've been dealing with mm. a lot of stuff I didn't really want to a think lot. about. Yeah. And I think about how supportive you were and how young you were. You were, you know, you were a kid as well. Yeah. I'm just really proud of you. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. And do you know what I'm really proud of? And I know the day will come when you're at a point where you think, do you know what? I've, I'm going to do what I want to do now and I'm going to say what I need to say. And I know that time is coming because I know you. But I just want you to know that I am so proud of you because... When that time comes, I think people will understand you 
a lot better. And I do feel that, I'll say it, I feel like you were robbed. I feel like you were robbed of a massive opportunity. And I do think about that a lot with you because you are such a talent. And I'll never forget that year. I remember seeing your audition before my audition went out. And I was like, she's special, that girl. She's really special. And to have that taken away from you with it not being in any remotely way, shape or form, anything to do with you, I was gutted for you. And do you know what? It might have taken eight, nine, ten years. But now's your time, Lou. Now's your time, Lucille. And uh, I know this is it. I know this is it for you. And let's get going, babe. Let's get going because it's never too late. And you know that. And if it's taken ten years, then let it take ten years. And, and it does. And like, and you, yeah, you know, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. And um, I know you are. And there's, you know, there's all sorts of things to talk about. And And we will. Bad people do stuff to people all the time, right? That's a terrible thing. But there's a lot more to deal with, like the way that I was dealt with by, you know, the powers that be. Mm. And and actually, mm. I've just got so much to update you on. And I, and I can't wait for us to do this together. I want to be able to do this with you. I want to be able to tell my story with you. And that's something I feel very liberated by. We will, because unfortunately, slash fortunately in the long run, we were both part of the story. And from a non-selfish point of view, I dread to think what would have happened if you were alone and, and what would have happened if you had to deal with this by yourself. Because we were the only two that were part of it. Um, and yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult having to, to deal with it all. I know people listen and are going to be like, what? But Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's not going to make that much sense, but one day it will. Oh my God, I've got Hollywood on the phone. I've got Hollywood on the phone for the film, right? Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh my Copyright, God, though, 10%. for real? Come on! I mean, it is. It is a film. It is a film. And I know another it another is. thing that's interesting is. is that the, the you know the public are going to be really interested in how easily things are hidden from them. Uh, that's something yeah. that happens a lot in this industry. Yeah, of There's a lot more to it, but. I mean, on a more positive note, which other exciting people have you been speaking to? You are my first. <gasps> Listen, Luce, I adore you. You have really cheered me up. And for my first guest on my very own reunion, what a way to start the show, because uh, I do adore you. You have got a massively special place in my heart. You always will. And I cannot wait to see what's next. It almost feels like we're back in 2012. Nothing happened. And this is just the start all over again for you. And I'm so proud of you and I can't wait to see where you end up I can't wait either and I I take inspiration from you every day and I love you lots and I hope you feel good and yeah I'm very proud of you I love you Lucy I love you too you're listening to the reunion brought to you by my friends at Sky Bingo it's a reunion show you see presented by me with a few little plugs from Sky Bingo a little bit like this one Oh, do you know what? I've got to say, that was so nice. And obviously me and Lucy, we're in contact all the time, but um, she is a really special girl. And every time that I speak to her or see her, yeah, we've got that bond, which is so, so lovely. And I'm so thrilled that she's in a great place and she's just being her lovely self. But now I'm getting nervous because it's time to meet my next guest. Who's it going to be? <gasps> it's Claire from Step. Hi. Oh my God, it's my big sister. What, what are you doing? Hello. 
babe, this is a nice surprise. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Hang on. Aren't you on tour at the minute? Yes, I am on tour. I'm in a hotel in Manchester. You kept this one quiet because I spoke to you this morning when you were in the bath. <laughs> I'm always in the bath. <laughs> she loves a bath. I do love a bath. She loves the bath. Well, look, for those that don't know, me and Claire met eight years ago in mm. this little house known as the Big Brother house. We uh, both took part in Celebrity Big Brother and I instantly became her annoying little brother to the point where we got so close. She genuinely is my big sister. And I mean, she was even bridesmaid at my wedding. That went well. And yeah, she she really is one of my... Uh, my closest and it's so lovely to see you so it was right so first of all claire how are you i'm all right thank you i'm on tour and we're in like a covid bubble so steps bubble yeah steps bubble so i'm seeing lots of the inside of hotel rooms and spending lots of time nice not really doing anything which is all kind of quite nice in a way let's just work this out so you're in a steps bubble yeah you're on tour you're touring all of the uk yeah but you're not allowed out of your hotel well obviously i'm allowed out of my hotel to do the show it's basically bus venue hotel that's it no so we're just yeah keep away from getting anything nasty as we possibly can because otherwise we'll have to shut down which is a bit rubbish well i mean you say it's rubbish but i could always take your place well you could but i think people might notice claire this <laughs> is is a really nice episode for me because i've done the series so far and it's been meeting people and talking to them about their life but this one is a nice little surprise for me because it's people from my life dropping in to say hi and, I mean, we've got a lot of history now. Two words, Michelle Visage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's have a little chat about that. So love Michelle Visage, <laughs> lovely woman, dear, 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 dear friend, yeah. icon of the gays, fine. You remember when you, H, Faye, Lisa and Lee and your management team all would say you're the sixth member of Steps, you know, there's no one else. And thank you for doing all of this promo for us. Thank you for supporting the band for 400 years. Rah, rah, rah. You're the sixth member. Rah, rah, rah. Mm. Michelle Visage does one Zoom with you. And the next thing I know, she's on a single. What's going on, babe? <laughs> it wasn't me. No, no, I don't care who it was. Well, we can have two six members because we need like because we're a mixed uh, band, so you're like right. male six member. Right. And no, I'm not playing like second fiddle. I ain't playing second fiddle. We are. You're not second fiddle by any stretch at all. You will always be the real sixth member. Right. Me. Okay. So when are we doing a single? Um, speak to Adam. Oh, I need to speak to management. Is that it? Did you just refer me <laughs> to your manager? Who are, you've changed on tour? You've changed. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, honestly, you have been such a rock to me this year. Obviously, I've not had the greatest of years going, but when your face turned up when I was uh, could pretty much only see out of one eye and didn't know where I was, it really, really cheered me yeah. up. And I just want to say publicly that you are so lovely and it's not often that you get to meet people originally as part of a job or in this industry and you know this more so than anyone that you know you can trust but um i do trust you a lot and i just wanted to say thank you for being there for me because i do love you as much as i hate I you. Love you i hate you too <laughs> you're welcome so what claire, else was i gonna do what else was you gonna do come on what do you want to ask me come on I want to ask you, which reunion out of your life would you rather not be at? <laughs> oh, God, Claire. 
<laughs> See, I always hate I always hate asking people this one, but now the tables have turned. Which reunion yeah. would I rather not have? I mean, that's that's quite a difficult question. And I mean, it there is, could be a it? PC answer and an un-PC answer. Um, Lois. Who would I rather not meet? Do you know what? I tell you who was a little bit okay, I won't say the name, but shortly after X Factor, yeah. I went on Chatty Man on Alan Carr. Okay. And um it was quite a big deal for me because I loved the show and you know it was all all new to me. And there was a guest on the show who's quite a famous actor in this country. And I I think he'd had a few drinks and I could literally within earshot hear him slagging me off <gasps> like completely going why is that idiot on this show like rah rah he's an absolute this he's an absolute that and obviously I was quite young at the time and quite new oh my God. and I'd sort of just swallowed it and let it go but I always banked it you know me I've, I'm like vendetta central I'll like smile my way through life but if someone crosses me we all know how that ends yeah and long story short, cut forward to like 2016, 2017, I was up for the NTA at the NTAs and uh, they asked me to hand out an award. So I go backstage and I see this guy walking towards me. And the first thing I say to my manager is, oh, that idiot, blah, 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 I remember X, Y, Z. Yeah. So as he's walking towards me, I can see he's actually walking towards me. And I'm like, oh, and he puts his hand out and goes, Rylan, it is so nice to meet you. Oh, my God! I'm such a big fan. I'm such a big fan. My daughters absolutely love you. They will kill me if I don't get a photo with you. Please, can we have a photo together? So I just sort of had a little reality check and was like, okay, I've got two choices. I either punch him in the face or I do the decent thing for the daughters and have a photo. Yeah. So I said, yeah, absolutely, mate. No problem. So we had a photo. He was then gushing, saying, oh, we watch you all the time. And I'm like, oh, that's really, really nice. Well, let's send my love to your daughters. Take care. So as I'm walking away, you, you know me, Claire. I have to have some form of little dig, just a little one. And I just turned around and I called his name. I went, mate, we've actually met before. And he went, did we? And I went, yeah, back on Chatty Man in 2013. Do you not remember slagging me off? And his face just dropped. And I went, got to go, mate, handing out an award. Take care, see you in the bar. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was like a nice little moment. Obviously, I'll text you who it was. Yeah, mate. But, yeah, it was um, a nice little uh, rewarding moment. But well, I would never have been able to do that. I, I probably would have just ignored them in the first place. I mean, you would, you would have, no, you would, you would have took the number, you would have been WhatsApping them like, hi babes, how are you? Oh my God, I don't do no, that. You know joking, I'm not like that. I'm joking. You're my only celebrity friend. I know, we are literally so sad. <laughs> We're too normal for our own good. I know. We are too normal. But yeah, I'd probably, <laughs> I'd probably say that one because I think now he knows that I know and I'm like an elephant. I never forget. He knows you know, we know. He knows I that know, I know knows. and he now you knows know. that I know that you know, because I've told you. And we, everybody Now knows. everyone knows. <laughs> you know? The whole world knows, you know? You know? You know? Um, <laughs> babe, I love you. I think you're so amazing. And it's so lovely to see your face. I know. Have you sorted out the box at the O2 yet? Oh, my God. 
Stop asking. Yes, it's getting sorted. Fine. I mean, well, you say that, and then if you give it to Michelle Visage or something, like has it never has it ever been not sorted before? No, but I'm just saying you're leaving it fine, babe. Michelle Visage has got the royal box. Do you know what? How do, how do we hang up? How do we, boys? How can we knock her out? Um, I can't wait. To... In the normal seat with all the rest of the family. Thank you if very you, much. Right, I told you if that. You can get me front row seats. I'll be there. I'll be in the pit. I probably could get you front row seats. Are you challenging me to a front row seat? Maybe. Oh no, don't no, because I'll get grabbed. I'll get I'll get grabbed. It'd be like Applebee. <laughs> <laughs> like on a Friday night instead. Literally, I will get grabbed. But um, no, look, I love you, and this has been so lovely to see your face, and uh, I can't wait to give you a cuddle when you're out of that bubble. I'll be out of the bubble at the O2, roughly. You look beautiful. I love you, and. Uh, you are my big sister, and I'm so <laughs> thrilled that you've dropped in today. That's all right. I love you too. I love you more. Bye, Claire. I've got a show to do. I'm oh, I've got a show to do. Know. All right. Oh, Michelle Visage on the phone. Got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Love you too. God, I am being spoiled today. First, my mate Lucy Spraggan, then my big sister Claire Richards, who, as you know, I adore. But now I'm being told I've got one more reunion lined up and waiting for me. So it's time to find out who it is. Oh my goodness, it is a Christmas Dawn French, don't he? <laughs> there, Riley. <laughs> Wait, how are you? Happy Christmas. I mean, those earrings are very Geraldine. I put these on specially for you. They're not really earrings, they go on a tree, but it's fine. <laughs> get to Christmas at this point. Dawny, first and foremost, can I just say, you're looking beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I've decided to embrace the grey and I, I'm not great on patience. So I was growing it out slowly, growing it out slowly and I went, no, chop, 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 chop. Chop, chop, chop. I'm stuck with this strange quiff. And you know what you mustn't okay. do, Rylan? Go on. You mustn't mistake the word quiff for the word quin. No, you shouldn't, Dawn. And but I've done what? that. Twice and it's yeah. not good. Yeah, especially um, when you're live on the telly. It's always live a bit on of a one. And you don't yeah. want a quim on your head. Well, no. maybe you do. I maybe definitely you don't. Do. I definitely don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Donny, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, pretty good. Sitting here in Cornwall, having oh. living my best life. Literally. How are you? I'm good. I'm. Do you know what? It's been a year, Dawn, but it's 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 been a good one now. I'm I'm in a great place, and you I know, know I've been doing been doing the reunions, and it's been so lovely speaking to people. And today, I've been uh, very surprised and uh, very lucky to to speak yeah. to some of my favourite people. And, yeah, well, uh, you know, the weird thing is, people seem to love you, Ron. I don't know why. I don't. I, ca I can't I put my finger on why because you're. Because you smell, yep. you're rude, yep. You're, yep. Uh, you, you know, where are your talents? Oh, no no idea. You know, there's so many <laughs> things that are wrong about you, and yet you are well-loved. So you're it's fooling unreal. us all. <laughs> Literally just blagging my way through life, Donnie, blagging <laughs> my way through life. Um, this is so nice to speak to you because you know, I mean, we, we've spoken quite often, and I am such not only a huge fan of you, as Dawn French, the entertainer, but I'm a massive fan of Dawnie because you're just such a lovely woman. Mm, bless you. And you really are. And honestly, Dawn, you know, you shaped my childhood, basically, from French and Saunders to Vicar of Dibley. I, I, even just popping up in Abfab just kills yeah. me. Yeah. 
the way yeah, you well, I'm seeing your jumper there. I've got my, got my that's FF jumper on. That's that, a queen you're carrying on your chest there. That is darling. literally, that is your darling. It's a yeah. French and Saunders yeah. reunion right it here. Is, it is, yeah, it is. But don't you... Well, have... I, I bless you for saying all that. That's very sweet of you. I think I'm at the age, I mean, I'm 64 now, and I think I'm at the age where definitely people your kind of age have had me on their uh, telly in the corner of the room forever <laughs> more often than they probably want to <laughs> and I think I'm part of the furniture in a funny way I think I've got yeah. that sort of face where I look a bit like a nurse like a vicar like a friendly comforting person <laughs> um, they don't know that I can be a harridan and I yeah. can be I can I be mean, a great harridan at times the people of Cornwall hate you but <laughs> other than that <laughs> and then that. But genuinely, Dawn, it's so nice to to get to do this because you have had such an amazing career. You really, really have. And we've all been so lucky to share it with you. We really, 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 really have. And yeah. like I said, you know, I'm, I've just turned 33. And like you said, you've how, how long have you been doing this now, Dawn? I was 19. Met Jennifer when I was 19. So since then, 45 years. Goodness. 45 years. And I can't believe it just carries on. I, you know, I think one of the key things is that we write what we do. Yes. It's not like I'm sitting around waiting for the phone to get stuff. I think it would, I think I'd have been very, uh, yeah. I've had a lot of resting time if that was this. But, you know, we wrote what we did and then we went banging on the doors at the BBC and said, come on, come on. And, you know, I think we were quite lucky in as much as they really needed women. Mm. There weren't enough women around doing stuff. And we came along just when it was like a PC thing. For them to need women in the lineup at the BBC, at the comic strip, everywhere. So actually, we were pretty bad, but we (laughs) no, you wasn't. So we were. Oh yes, we were. (laughs) I I urge you, if you if you want to depress yourself, uh, I urge you to look at early girls on top, or early French and Saunders, or whatever, early anything, early comic strip. You know, we're all finding our way, aren't we? You, You you don't know what you're doing for a long time. No, and in fact, I know. Oh, the other day I went for a read through for something that I had read and I thought was really brilliant on paper and it didn't come off the page at the read through at all. So actually, what have I learned? It's like you may get long in the tooth, you may have a bit of experience, but in the long run, you don't know anything no. until you're doing it, until you find out, don't as we, you well know. We just make it up as we go along. And like you said, luck comes into it. But yeah. with you, Dawn, I, I totally get that in the beginning. You know, the BBC, you know, two girls, right? Yeah, this is what we need. We need more women on the TV and stuff like that. But there is no denying your talent. I'm just going to put it out there now. Where's the damehood? Because <laughs> if I'm I need to get on the good, phone... I'm not very good at awards, Ryland. I've yeah, got but... a bit of a weird relationship with them. No. I think very early on, I used to go to kind of award ceremonies in, in the early days. And I got kind of really uncomfortable with it. I find it a bit embarrassing and I don't yeah. know who is judging it and I don't know why so-and-so is funnier than so-and-so or so-and-so gets a prize and so-and-so doesn't. I feel really uncomfortable with it. Also, I've stepped back from anything like that. The only time I recently went to an awards thing was when BAFTA wanted to give Jennifer and I the lifetime um, thing. and, and The actually, lifetime thing. The yeah, lifetime thing. thing. <laughs> don't worry about it, both. You know, even, even that, I said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm better off. Not, I'm, not, I'm not so good at it. Don't and, um, you know, all these years, Jennifer has been very sweet. And anything that is about the two of us together getting an award, you know, she, she doesn't bother because I don't bother. So <laughs> she's looking after me, if you know what I mean. She doesn't have a similar problem. She's off. If she gets something, <laughs> she's off. She's there. She's in the dress. 
She's in the jewellery. She's taking it. And good for her. That is, you know, she's just different. We're different. Um, but when um, this lifetime thing came along, I said, um, it was the fellowship, BAFTA fellowship. Yeah. Award. And I um, and I said, oh, I'm, I'm not going to bother with that. Jen. She went, okay. And we went out for dinner one night and I was married to Len then and she was, you know, she's with Aid, her husband. And I went off to the loo and I came out of the loo and she was there. And there was a look on her face. I mean, she had a few. Yeah. Uh, there's a look on her face. And she grabbed me by the collar and she put me up against the wall. Mm. And she went, look, uh, for years, we haven't had these awards because you've got a thing about it. This is a big one. The last people that got this was Morecambe and Wise. That was the last duo. My mother would love us to get this. And on top of it all, when you get the Fellowship of BAFTA, it means that you've got free entrance to BAFTA and it's in the middle of Oxford Circus and they've got toilets and we're getting older. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Dawn went, oh, yeah, I'm in. All right. I'm I surrender. I've got access to the toilet. Yeah, absolutely. cat me in a posh frock and a bit of jewellery going, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you all the best. Thank you all the best. <laughs> Don't I get it with awards. I do get it with awards. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been up for a few awards myself, not the fellowship, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. However... I was so embarrassed because I was nominated after, obviously I got famous in what, 2012. Yeah. I started becoming a presenter in 2013. And in 2016, I was shortlisted for best presenter. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, but I I was so embarrassed. I was so Why? Because you felt like you hadn't put the work in. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was working on telly every bloody day, but... You are one of the hardest working people out there. But Don, just looking around... Just looking around me, I was like, how on earth is this happening? And well, I was just that, so is, that is a classic imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's because you were a newbie at that point. So you're thinking, well, I can't surely know how to do it. There's so-and-so and so-and-so. Yeah. They know what they're doing. I don't. This is classic British behaviour. It was such it? British. I don't know what I'm doing. They do. Uh, you know, that, that's just not true. And you were fresh face, you know, and you were different and new and and shiny. Obviously, now you're jaded and old yeah. and, you know, okay. it's all over for you. Yeah. But back then, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I couldn't be happier for anyone for this kind of rise that you've had. Partly because God. we can all see that you are grateful for it and that you are surprised by it. And that you are delighted by it and that you're I just am. making little inroads everywhere you go and finding out who you are along the way. And you, te- you take the uh, audience with you when you do that, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you know what? I've got to say, and I'm not just saying this because you're on this call, but that is a testament to the people that I watch growing up. Like you guys, the way that you carry yourself. Because listen, we've, you've worked in this industry for 476 years. So yes, you, you, know, you know what people can be like. I do. I've only been doing this nearly a decade now. And we we meet people along the way that we think is something on TV. But then when you meet them, you're like, "Mm, arsehole. We we all know them. We all know them. Absolutely, yeah. And I met met them very early on. I met them very early on. And it was the biggest thing for me. And I thought, I'm not... Don't be like that. Well, I I don't know your family, except for I've seen your mum. Yeah, well, there you go. And I suspect that you have a very anchoring very. family. And I do. I've got a brother who's like, well, how have you done this? You know, and I just think, yeah. And I am no funnier than my brother, but I've got, I've got the chutzpah 
to go and make it into a career, you know, and even yeah. that was a bit of an accident. So my family have always been there to remind me, you know, you are the result of this loving family who always had a good laugh. And the fact that you might have a good sense of humor and be a bit of a show off and enjoy being in the dressing up box. Yeah. Uh, be grateful for it. Be grateful that, you know, you've had that career at all and be doubly grateful that it continues on. So, Absolutely. so I do, you know, I don't, you know, I, you know, my brother was earning a, a 20th of what I was earning for working very, very hard. My husband, yeah. you know, saves people's lives pretty much every day yeah. and, and such a time works for a charity, wouldn't dream of taking a pay rise, you know, and I just think, oh God, you know, I should be, I should be so lucky. Simple and you that. are. You are, and we all are, to be fair. You yeah, know. we are. We are. I, so I always say that. Behave like an arsehole then. Yeah, exactly. Well, now, we've all had our moments. There are yeah. moments when yeah. someone niggle away at you mm. or somebody might push your buttons mm. or or you're dealing with an arsehole. Yes. So you like raise your arsehole game yeah. so, so that you match them. <laughs> oh, it's been a long time since I've raised my arsehole game. <laughs> uh, it really has, babe. It really has. Cool. Talk about your ice fill. Um, but, but to be honest... The, uh, you know, most of what Jen and I have done and even stuff I've done with Richard Curtis and stuff like that, I'm on the inside track of casting it. So I'm going to cast lovely people yeah. that I want to spend time with. You might trip up occasionally and somebody might come along who's a bit of a handful. Yeah. But I don't think, you know, I, I, I luckily have been in the kind of work where I haven't had to suffer too yeah. many, too much bad behaviour. Absolutely. And Joe, you just brought that up then with Richard. I mean... You've done so many things over the years and like you say, continue to do so in Long May It Rain. But Vicar of Dibley to me is one of those shows. I can see how special it is to you. I can see how special it is oh, to you oh, as yeah. Dawn and as Geraldine, which is yeah. crazy. And I really, yeah. I think everyone sees that. And it's such a staple. And like you say, you said it earlier on, whether the TV's just on in the house, you've got gold on or something like that, and it's just playing. Yeah, You just know you can just watch it. And you yeah. can just enjoy it. And you said you were very involved with obviously the casting. I know you've got a great relationship with Richard and Emma and everyone yeah. on that show just looked an absolute yeah. dream. And then sadly, obviously, losing Emma recently yeah. was And just... so many others. I mean, of we course. lost Roger, we yeah. lost Trevor, we lost John Bluthel. You yeah. know, it, it's, it, it, it's just so hard. I mean, yeah. I think this is what happens when you're involved with a show that goes on for a long time and that has older people in it at the mm. beginning. You know, those people were my age now when we started. So, you know, people have fallen off the twig. Yeah. Since we, you know, since we started it. And it's, a, it's very sobering, that, yeah. very sobering. Um, you know, when I did a thing for Christmas last year, kind of lockdown version, and I thought, yeah, we must do this because the character would be still being everyone's vicar and looking after everyone. She'd still be connecting with people, sort of like this, you know, through cameras. Yeah. So, um, and also while we're doing it, let's try and finally have a little memorial to Emma because um, although others have gone before, like Richard said, this is a made-up fictional land. We can't pretend some of them are still there. Yeah. But everybody was so aware of what happened with Emma, with, you know, with Alice. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, Geraldine needs to pay her tribute to Alice, her beloved friend. Oh, my God. Was it, I don't know, 17 takes or something? Okay. Couldn't get through it. Couldn't Don, get through just, it. just hearing you talking about it, it's, I, I didn't know Emma. Yeah. Emma. But it's just amazing. I feel and like I know Alice. Opposite to Alice. Really? Uh, uh, Emma was ferociously bright. 
you know, really bright, really on it. But what she was, was a, a person who could absolutely saturate herself in that character. And she refused right from the beginning. I think that's why Richard really wanted it to be her. She refused to make the character someone that was just sort of thick. Yeah. She said, she's not thick. She's just other she yeah. like sees the world a different way. Yeah. And actually, all of us could do with seeing the world and Alice Tinker way Absolutely. every now and again. So every because time. she brought that, we just, you know, you just wrap your love around her completely. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was difficult. But that is life. You know, as we go on, different things happen. We grow up, we grow through stuff mm. and we survive. And that's what and that's what you have to remember. Absolutely. And. Like you said, doing the the lockdown sessions for Vicar Dibley, it was beautiful, and it doesn't surprise me. It took you that many takes because yeah. it, how poignant yeah. that must have been. Well, and because and Richard had written this yeah. beautiful, um, you know, testimony to her, really. And but of course, what Richard and I knew is that it's Richard is writing as much about Emma and and okay. I, Geraldine, as much uh, speaking about Emma as Dormwood. So, mm. you know, it's all from the heart. And, and mm. Vicar Dibley is all about heart, right from Always. the beginning. I mean, don't forget that when it started, it wasn't, um, it was only just been church law that women could be priests. Yeah. But they'd only just been allowed to be ordained. And when Richard approached me, first of all, to do it, it was not church law yet. And, you know, we watched the girl who, uh, Joy Carroll, isn't that a great name for a vicar? Wow. Um, she was the woman that it was sort of based on. And she's the woman that I went down and spent a bit of time with her. She had a, a parish in Croydon, I think it was then. And I went down and spent a bit of time with her because I thought, I need to ask her questions. I need to know how you wear the dog collar with the dress. Yeah. What do you earn? Are you allowed to um, shag your boyfriend? Uh, do the parishioners <laughs> know? What, you know what, what is a young female vicar? What is your life? And she just opened her heart and her house to me. We drank a bit of whiskey together. Fine, fine. That's what Jesus would have wanted. She had plenty of empties out the back door, you know, and I thought, <laughs> this is my kind of babe. Um, and she just let me know everything. And funnily enough, I went out, and she, she lives in America now. She married an American uh, preacher. And um, she was back uh, in England to visit her elderly parents for a couple of weeks, and we went out and had some breakfast together. And I just looked across at her and thought, God, you, you were the inspiration for all of that, you know. And she's very, very humbly steps right back from it. It's not like a big deal for her but she was she was it but then of course what I have is lots of other women that are now vicars say to me well you know I get called Geraldine I get called the vicar of Dibley and I think I I say I'm so sorry but they say no don't say sorry because it normalized it all and that's the power of comedy isn't it yeah it's like you might think that's just you know a thing I I think dad's army probably did the same for those guys you know it did did. you're so right Dom and you've been part of so many of those which is such a testament to you as Dawn French not as Geraldine not as anyone else not even as part of French and Saunders just you because it, I, I could literally sit here and name all my favourite things I could say <laughs> oh I love Abfab oh I love Vicar of Dibley oh I love French and Saunders you're part yeah. of it all and one yeah. thing I've always wanted to ask you Dawn oh yes because I know that <clears throat> Abfab because I'm such a fan yes. it started as Glitterball didn't it Glitterball. Yeah, that was the pilot from what I remember. Well, no, hang on. There was a sketch that we did on French and Saunders. Yeah. 
So we played a mother and daughter. Yeah, but it was the uh, you you were Safi, weren't you? And I was Safi. Yeah, yeah. And we we wrote that sketch together. Although Jennifer was steering it all the time, and mm. it was the longest sketch we had ever done. I think it was something like eleven minutes, and you never had a sketch that long on telly. Yeah. Um, but we were enjoying the, doing the characters so much. Um, so yes, it, it was that. What is Glitterball? So Why I remember Glitterball. I think Glitterball was the original. I can't believe I'm actually telling you this. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm an old universe. woman with no memory. Lord. I think Glitterball was the original pilot for what Abfab then became, and I think it was in a flat. Am I right? I'm sure it was in a flat. Because you know me, I like dig. I love a good old dig. Yeah. And I want to know everything. How, have you seen it? Have yeah, you seen I've the seen pilot? It. I've seen it. I've seen it. We're having a moment here. We're having a senior moment. Did I, did I dream I, it? I remember, you know, I... You know I, what? I'm going to Google it while I'm, I'm talking to you because right, I can't have the Glitterball. I do remember that name, Glitterball. But was it something else that Jennifer did? Yeah, but I'm sure you were part of it. Uh, Mirrorball. Mirrorball. It was okay. Mirrorball. Still no, I'm no none the wiser. So Mirable was a sitcom pilot in the United Kingdom directed by Aid and written by Jennifer. All of the main cast members from the popular series Ab Fab were also cast in the show. So in it was Jennifer, Joanna, Julia, June and Jane. But what, what year was this? Does it say? That was filmed. It, it aired in 2000. No, that's not right. It wouldn't have been 2000. It would have been earlier than that. I so the original that. release, the original release, it never aired, but the original release when it came to sort of public knowledge yes. was in 2000, but it was just before AbFab. And that is where AbFab was made yeah. from that. Uh, okay, they may have. have. Yeah, they may have done. Because I don't think I was involved with See, that. I thought you were. I mean, Why am I thinking Well, that? only because I had written the original yeah. sketch with Jen. And what she used to do is when she got her scripts already, she used to pass them by me. And sometimes she used to pass them by Ruby. Mm. And, um, you know, she would always... Uh, because you, you were know, both so heavily them. involved in Abfab. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, me or Ruby? Both of you. you were yeah, we were. Ruby, definitely. I mm. mean, Jennifer really relied on Ruby as time went along, just as a kind of sounding board, mm. as someone she could go to to talk to about it. Um, and I think uh, I did a few little bits in it, obviously, and I did used to, if she asked me to look at anything, I, I would do that. But then she got confident with it and off she went. And I got very conflicted about her massive success with that. <laughs> I mean, you know, like when you when your sister does really well at something, you're like, oh, good for you. Good for you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really good, isn't it? It's good to have that real cocktail. Yes, where that's you're proper mates. And delighted at the same time. Proper but mates. But the thing is, when you love somebody as much as I love her, that the the glee and the happiness and the pride overshadows any of that other stuff in the long run. It does. It it's definitely good to have does. a and bit of jealousy. She includes me. Yeah. You know, she'll go, do you want to be in this? Do you want to be in And don't forget, one of the reasons she did it was because I had to secretly squirrel away because my daughter arrived. That's right. So, you know, our, uh, we was, we'd booked a studio to do another French and Saunders series. My daughter, because I adopted my daughter, and yeah. we'd been waiting for a year or so for the right baby to turn up. And we got this phone call saying, I think there is a baby. And I went, oh, God, I have to, I have to go, I have to go. Yeah. And we had the studios all booked. So Jennifer went to our to John Plowman and said, look, we need Dawn to move away. I will use those studios and those crews and I'll do that sitcom we've been talking about My based goodness. on that um, sketch we've been talking about. And that, that's why I don't understand where Mirable came into that scenario. But Jen will know. Jen will know. Jen will know. So we've got your daughter <laughs> to thank for Ab Fab, really. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your daughter, how is your daughter? Is she well? Yeah, she's really well, thank Good. you. Yeah, she's I'm gorgeous. Glad. Yeah, I'm gorgeous. Glad. Listen, Dawny, this has been so lovely to have this oh, chat. I can't wait to do one in real life where I can actually yeah, give you a agree, cuddle. agree. Give you a proper cuddle, absolutely. Um, but going back to that, I'm just going to put it out there. Hashtag Dame Dawn needs to happen. <laughs> needs to happen. Yeah, right. Start the petition. Let's see where it goes. Petition has begun. <laughs> Dawn. You are an icon. And I love I, you, Rylan. Love you. And I wish you, you all so the best. Deserve everything that comes your way that is good. Thank you, Donny. I love you lots. All right, darling. See you. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Well, what an absolute treat that was. I want to say a massive thank you to all of my guests, my surprise guests, uh, that I got to speak to uh, during this. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this as much as I've loved living it to be honest a massive thank you to all of them and do you know what I'm going to say this I'm going to get a bit gushy a massive thank you to all of the production team and uh, the team at Sky Bingo for um, letting me do this because it's it's been amazing and it's an episode like this that makes me really realise how lucky I am and um, what lovely people I've managed to meet along the way Uh, so you guys stay safe stay well Merry Christmas and uh, if you're lucky I'll be back next year.